0: Hello, and welcome to the We Talk Structures podcast. Here's your host, Lee Gatch, with today's episode on strength appraisal of polypropylene fiber reinforced concrete with artificial sand, with Kaustub. He has done Masters of Structural Engineering from the University of New South Wales, Prior to Masters, he worked in MNC Larson and Taubro as a senior engineer on construction works of various 220 kV, 400 kV and high voltage transmission lines with three years of experience in this field. He has passion to grow as a structural engineer and constantly strives to be the best version.
1: Hello Structure Lovers! Hi Kosu! Can you please explain us or introduce us about your thesis work that is Strength Appraisal of Polypropylene Fiber Reinforced Concrete?
2: Oh Yes, I would love to. So uh, uh, in my thesis work, I work to improve the thermal behavior of concrete uh, when it is subjected to the high temperatures. Uh, the title was the Strength Appraisal of Polypropylene Fiber Reinforced Concrete with artificial sand subjected to elevated temperatures. As we all know that concrete is a good fire resistant material and because of its inherent uh, non-combustibility and poor thermal conductivity, we specify concrete in buildings and civil engineering. But one of the uh, major inherent benefits of the concrete is its performance in fire, which may be sometimes overlooked in the race to consider all the factors that affects design decisions. So concrete, uh, you know, generally performs well in building fires, but when it is subjected to prolonged fire exposures or usually unhigh high temperatures, concrete can suffer significant distress. Because pre-fire compressive strength of concrete can sometimes even exceed design requirements, a modest strength reduction can be tolerated. But the large temperatures can sometimes reduce the compressive strength of the concrete so much that the material retains no useful structural strength. Uh, also, besides in the last 15 years, it has become clear that the availability of good quality natural sand is decreasing. Rather than a few local exceptions, it seems to be a global trend. So, environmental concerns are also being raised against uncontrolled extraction of natural sand. So, to address both the concerns of conserving natural sand and issue of the fire resistance of concrete when subjected to high temperatures, the results to study the feasibility of use of polypropylene fiber with crushed sand as fine aggregates.
1: That's right. So in your title, you mentioned about reinforced concrete with artificial sand. What exactly is artificial sand and what are its benefits?
2: So basically, concrete, you know, is most widely used and versatile construction material. In recent years, we have made significant advances in concrete technology, which have resulted in economical improvements in strength of concrete but this economic development depends upon how intelligently you use your locally available material so one of the most important ingredient materials of conventional concrete is natural or river sand which has become scarce so uh, while i was doing my literature review i came across a research work in which the researchers have tried to use the artificial sand instead of natural sand as we all know that the characteristics of aggregates such as its size its texture its shape, and its grading affect the properties of concrete. Artificial sand is something peculiar when you think of it, but has to satisfy characteristics of aggregates to be firm replacement of sand. Artificial sand is a process-controlled crushed fine aggregate, which is produced from quarried stone by crushing or grinding and classification to obtain a controlled gradation product that completely passes the 4.75 mm sieve artificial sand generally contains more angular particles with rough surface textures and flatter face than natural sand that are more rounded as a result of its weathering some investigations have shown that artificial sand in the form of angular particles have rough surface that influences the workability and finishability in fresh concrete the artificial sand has to satisfy the characteristics and it has become necessary to study the properties in order to check the suitability and the appropriate replacement level of artificial sand in comparison with the natural sand for producing concrete in a very economical way. Uh, So uh, I was just doing one research. So I just found that the compressive, the flexural and split tensile strength of concrete, uh, which was made with artificial sand, but in different proportions, the compressive strength was higher than those of uh, concrete made with natural sand as fine aggregates. And uh, artificial sand, you know, is readily available throughout the year with very low cost. It is environmental friendly and also it helps in improves, uh, improving the compressive strength of the concrete. Considering this in uh, mine, I visited local quarries uh, around and I just found the suitable required artificial sand.
1: Oh, that's right that's very good so what is the role played by polypropylene fibers and why you choose to uh, use this fiber only and not and
2: anything else besides uh, the uh, use of uh, uh, artificial sand uh, concrete has many disadvantages such as uh, it is very brittle it has very low tensile strength uh, it is low resistance to co- cracking and uh, Uh, fire as well Uh, there is problem of plastic and drying uh, shrinkage so to overcome these disadvantages fiber-enforced concrete is introduced the principal reason for incorporating fibers into a cement matrix is to increase the toughness and tensile strength and improve the cracking deformation characteristics of the resultant composite in order for uh, fiber-enforced concrete to be a viable construction material uh, it has to satisfy uh, certain things like uh, it should be first. Uh, it should be economical, uh, and only few of the possible hundreds of fiber types that have uh, I- have been identified for commercial applications. My project deals uh, specifically with the concrete made with polypropylene fibers, because more re- um, recently microfibers uh, such as those in uh, traditional composite materials have been introduced into concrete mixture to increase its toughness or ability to resist uh, crack growth. FRC like fiber reinforced concrete is basically a Portland cement reinforced with more or less randomly distributed fibers. Uh, fibers help to improve the post peak ductility performance uh, its pre cracked tensile strength then the fatigue strength impact strength and uh, also eliminate temperatures and shrinkage cracks. So uh, the choice of fiber actually varies from synthetic organic materials such as polypropylene or carbon Even uh, you can use synthetic inorganics such as uh, steel or glass, sometimes natural organics such as cellulose or sisal to natural inorganic asbestos. But currently the commercial products are usually reinforced with steel, glass, polyester and polypropylene fibers. The selection of the fibers is also guided by the properties of fibers such as its diameter, its specific gravity, its Young's modulus tensile strength, and the extent these fibers affect the properties of the cement mix. So due to the lightweight, a high strength to weight ratio, uh, its resistance to corrosion and other advantages uh, like economical, I have chosen like polypropylene fiber based composites in building and civil engineering fields, which is also becoming more important these days. So that's why I chose this fiber.
1: That's awesome. How does polypropylene fiber influence the behavior of the concrete?
2: basically the polypropylene fibers are in fibrillated stages so it has great influence on thermal behavior of concrete uh, when it is under fire loading so fibers of uh, what happens is like fibers of poly, uh, fibrillated polypropylene forms a mesh or a net type structure which binds the coarse aggregate in it resulting in a good workability and less bleeding of concrete uh, they also lower the permeability of concrete Uh, The fiber-related polypropylene fibers actually inhibit the formation of cracks in concrete mix, whereas steel mesh has only functional value after the concrete has cracked. Uh, These materials are an excellent option for use as an external reinforcing because of the light weight and their high strength. Polypropylene fibers are slit and expanded into an open network, thus offering a large specific uh, surface area with improved bond characteristics. Uh, the polypropylene fibers are hydrophobic in nature, that is they do not absorb water. Therefore when they, uh, when we place the, uh, them in the concrete matrix, they only be mixed long enough to ensure dispersion in the concrete mixture. The mixing time of the fabricated or tape uh, fibers should be kept to minimum just to avoid possible shredding of the fibers. Uh, the performance characteristics of polypropylene fibers also depends on the how optimum uh, fiber doses that uh, that we use.
1: Right. So what is the effect of elevated temperature or high temperature on concrete?
2: Concrete is a composite material that consists mainly of uh, mineral aggregates, uh, which is bound by a matrix of hydrated cement paste. So the matrix is highly porous and contains a relatively large amount of free water unless it is artificially dried. So what happens is uh, when we expose concrete to the high temperatures, there is some chemical composition changes in the concrete structure as well as the physical structure and the water contained in the concrete. These changes occur primarily in the hardened cement paste in unsealed conditions. Such changes are reflected by changes in the physical as well as the mechanical properties of concrete uh, that are associated with the temperature rise. Uh, So Let me tell you the two forms that usually happens uh, at high temperatures uh, for the deterioration of concrete. Uh, First, what happens is there is local damage or cracks in the material itself. And then uh, second is there is a global damage resulting in the failure of the elements. If uh, we subject concrete to the high temperature, its mechanical behavior, including the compressive tensile strength, Poisson's ratio and modulus of elasticity, changes drastically with the increase of temperature. On the other hand, these changes depend also on the peak temperatures, the rate of heating, the fire duration, on type of concrete and type of testing. The distribution of temperature inside of the concrete slab also uh, reveals to be a very important phenomenon as the water inside changes at special temperature to a vapor, which as superheated can also damage the surface of the concrete elements and lower their bearing capacity. In one research work, uh, I found that there was a severe strength loss observed for all the reinforced concrete beam samples uh, that uh, didn't have any uh, fibers in it. And the loss was more than 60 percent for uh, heating up to 4.5 hours and uh, for a temperature around 400 uh, degrees Celsius sustained for 4.5 hours. The loss in the ultimate strength in was less than half of that loss when no polypropylene fibers or other fibers are used. Uh, So in brief, uh, in short, in my project, I tried to focus on improving the thermal behavior behavior of concrete by using PP fibers and also addressing the burning issue of natural sand by replacing it with artificial sand. The basic idea to use PP fiber is that it melts around 160 to 170 degrees Celsius that creates pore spaces, creating channels for unsealed water to escape, thereby releasing pore pressure and reduce the concrete cracks and improve its properties
1: that's right that's really good now we know about your the thesis work and the findings and why we use it can you please conclude briefly
2: yes so there are some key findings uh, that i want that uh, i would like to share uh, first of all like the comp- in my project uh, i have used different proportions of polypropylene fibers and i i tested the concrete cubes at, at different temperatures just to know the uh, variation in temperatures and what are the effects on the uh, concrete cubes at those temperatures. So the first, the compressive residual strength of concrete samples uh, were made with different fiber amounts uh, varying from 0%, 0.5%, 1%, 1.5% and 2% polypropylene fiber dosages. And the sample were subjected to different elevated temperatures varying from 200 to 800 degrees Celsius. From a vast literature review, I chose like two design mixes for my M25 grade concrete that had optimum proportion for natural and artificial sand. One is 50-50% mixture of both uh, natural and artificial sand and other is 70% natural and 30% artificial sand. So I would like to conclude the following key findings in my thesis. The optimum replacement of natural sand with artificial sand is 50%. You know, it is not fully uh, possible to replace the natural sand with artificial sand, although the current research is going uh, with some waste aggregates of glass and limestones and other (laughs) fine uh, waste materials from glass industry and is definitely a good research topic for further researchers. Second one I'd like to mention about the polypropylene fibers. They do have a positive impact on the residual strength of the concrete that we gain uh, it was found around that uh, there is, again, in per, uh, 6.7% compressive strength at the optimum dosage of 0.5% of polypropylene fibers at all temperatures. And uh, there's also maximum doses that you can use uh, in your concrete mixture, and that was found out to be 1% to increase your residual strength. And uh, if you use more than 1%, it can cause uh, strength a decrease in the concrete And uh, I am usually find the concrete structures very interesting as it has potential to evolve a lot, creating a sustainable and better future for all of us.
0: Thank you, Kostub. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode on strength appraisal of polypropylene fiber-reinforced concrete with artificial sand. See you in the next episode. Till then, stay tuned and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave an awesome rating and review on iTunes.